on either side remained in shadow, the dawn still blocked by the larger range. It's true, Henry said quietly, awe in his voice. Laura was somewhat less reverent. That pretty much looks like a golden peak to me. He gave her a smile before looking back at the spectacle before them. The mountain was almost aglow in the dawn light. They were right! God damn it, they were right! That's almost depressing in a way, said Laura, that a bunch of Nazis over fifty years ago knew about it first and were so close to finding it. But they didn't find it, Henry set his jaw. We will. The Golden Peak, until today nothing more than a legend, a piece of ancient folklore, was the final piece in the puzzle Henry had been assembling his whole life. Exactly what he would find there he wasn't sure— but what he was sure of was that it would provide him with everything he needed to reach his final goal. The Ultimate Legend Atlantis The dazzling display of light on the Golden Peak lasted for barely a minute before the sun rose high enough to strike the two neighboring summits. By the time the expedition began to ascend the eastern slope of the peak, the sun was high overhead. Its companions, now out of shadow, the mountain was indistinguishable from those around it in the harsh daylight. There were seven people in their group, three Americans and four Tibetans. The latter group had been hired as porters and guides. While they knew the area, they had been as amazed by the folktale come true as their foreign visitors. Even by Tibetan standards, the region was bleak and isolated, and Henry realized they might be the only Westerners ever to have witnessed what they had just seen. Except, perhaps, for the people whose clues had led them here in the first place. Henry called the group to a stop. As the others gratefully brushed snow off nearby rocks and sat down, he removed his backpack and carefully took a slim binder from one of its pockets. Laura joined him as he flicked through the pages, sealed inside protective plastic sheets. "'Checking again?' she asked, teasing. "'I thought you'd have them memorized by now.' "'German's not one of my strongest languages,' he reminded her, finding a particular page. The paper was discoloured, stained by damp and time. "'The secret documents of the Ananerbe, the German Ancestral Heritage Society, part of Hitler's SS under the direct control of Heinrich Himmler, had been found hidden behind bricks in a cellar of Wevelsburg Castle in northern Germany.' Wevelsburg had been the headquarters of the SS and the centre of the Nazi obsession with mythology and the occult. At the end of the war, orders had been given to destroy the castle and the knowledge it contained. Someone had chosen to disobey those orders and conceal the documents instead. And now the Wilds had them. The previous year, Bernd Rust, an old friend and colleague of Henry's, had contacted him about the discovery. Most of the rediscovered SS documents had been turned over to the German government, but knowing of the Wilds' interests, Rust had, at considerable professional risk, secretly retained a few specific pages, those mentioning Atlantis. Even from a friend, they hadn't come cheap, but Henry knew they were worth every penny. While he felt a deep discomfort about using Nazi material to aid his search— to the extent that he hadn't even told his daughter about the document's origin, he also knew that without it he would never find Atlantis. Somehow, half a century ago, the Nazis had discovered something that had enabled them to jump almost to the end of the trail. 
The Ananerbe had organized expeditions to Tibet during the 1930s and even into the 1940s as the war raged in Europe. At the behest of the prominent Nazis who were members of the sinister Thule Society, Himmler among them, three expeditions had been sent to Asia. The Thule Society believed that beneath the Himalayas lay underground cities built by the legendary descendants of the Atlanteans, who shared a common ancestry with the Aryan master race. While the explorers made many discoveries about Tibetan history, they found nothing of the Atlanteans and returned to Germany empty-handed. But what the papers now in Henry's possession revealed was that there had been a fourth expedition, kept secret even from Hitler himself. The Führer was not as inclined as his followers to believe in myths. As the war escalated, he decided pragmatically that the country's resources were better spent on the Nazi war machine than in sending expeditions halfway around the world to hunt for a legend.